On today's episode of Locked on Lightning, we'll be discussing the Lightning repeating as Stanley Cup champions. I'm very excited about it. I know I don't sound as upbeat as normal. I'm just super tired from last night. I don't know about any of you, but I just could not sleep. It was kind of just one of those things where you're just kind of just... (laughs) You're, you're, you're just, you know, your mind is running a million places. And, uh, yeah, we got a jam-packed show today. Just basically going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about basically, you know, the series as a whole. We're going to talk about basically, you know, what this means for the lightning in the upper echelon of the NHL history books. I mean, we could probably spend a whole, probably three hours on that. I could spend three hours on that in terms of where the Lightning, this Lightning team um, probably rank. Uh, But first we get into all of that. Let's talk about today's presenting sponsor and that is rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. All right, so without further ado, let's play that music. Adam Danker for those who are first-time listeners. If you're a first-time listener, please go ahead and like it, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, I guess a little bit of good news all around here. Um, happy to announce that I have joined forces with Field Pass Hockey. I will be covering the Solar Bears, the Orlando Solar Bears, the ECHL affiliate of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, starting this upcoming uh, season into the 2021-22 season. So go ahead on to fieldpasshockey.com. Make sure to look out for my work. Obviously, on the show, I'll let you guys know. And going forward, when my work is published, I will tweet out the link to that. So go ahead if you want to check out some of the guys who we might see in a lightning uniform in the future. So, obviously, on today's show, uh, we're going to talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning repeating. Repeating as champs. It, it feels very weird to say that. I, I, you know, at the start of the season, I, I, I guess that was the question that was floating around. A lot of people were, they weren't in the on the fence about it. It was either yes or no. There was a lot of over-optimistic Lightning fans who I really thought were kind of not taking the nature of the season at that point in time. And maybe with with Kucherov being out and obviously Steven Stamkos' injury history, uh, those were the factors that really kind of stuck out to me to where I was very cautiously optimistic about a repeat. Now, obviously, as the season went on, there were some highs. There were some really low lows as well. But this team, I, I, I mean, they just, whether it was last season, during the regular season, or during the playoff run, ultimately winning the cup, and then going into this season, 
the same thing. They just continue to amaze me. Just and and I'm not even just it's not even how they they handle certain situations it it's it's just the depth just how brilliant brilliantly put together this team is and we saw last year and this year that there there's been pretty much a a kind of a just a, a formula that gm of the lightning Julian Breeze boss basically followed. Um, and that was team struggling, need some extra muscle getting into the playoffs. You go out there, you find a defenseman. We saw it last season, Zach Bogosian and free agency. We saw it this year, David Savard at the trade deadline. Um, and if you're a frequent listener of the show, you know how, how much I do not like to trade away first round draft picks, especially when a team such as the Tampa Bay Lightning are in the middle of what we like to call as their window, their window of opportunity where they're at their, 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 their peak and where they're or right before they hit their peak and where Everyone's at the same age. Contracts are somewhat manageable. I, I think we would be maybe having a different conversation or maybe state of mind on the show if the salary cap wasn't what it is. Um, not even going to discuss all that today. We'll discuss that on a separate segment uh, tomorrow in which we will discuss where do the lightning rank in the history books. And, and I'm going to go more in depth to that. Like I said, stayed at the top of the show before we got rolling. Um, we were going to talk about that on today's show as well. We will later on. So stick around for that. Um, and we're going to be having some huge guests on the show tomorrow. We'll, I think what we'll do is we'll have two separate shows for that. Just so each guest kind of gets their time to shine. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll announce who they are at the end of the show. So stick around as well for that. Um, but yeah, going back to just the, the performance of this team overall the last couple of seasons. Um, and, and it's one of those things where as someone who has the pleasure of covering this team on a daily basis and coming to you, the listener on a daily basis, discussing this team, I am, you would think this, I would be kind of just, yep, they, that's what they do kind of mentality when it comes to how this team performs. Um, it's the complete opposite. They just continue to surprise you. You know, when you think they don't have any more cards to play, they they come out and they have another ace up their sleeve. And I don't think that really much applied in this series. Um, and we didn't get a lot get a lot of time to talk about this series as a whole. Um, there was a little bit of a drop off from the preview in game two as well. Uh, episodes, so it's kind of been a minute since I've been coming here on the show to discuss things with you. So basically, start just discussing the series as a whole. Coming into it, and I and I spoke about it a little bit in the the preview with the with Laura and Scott from Locked On Canadians. 
Um, I predicted this series to go in six, and that was that was more of a safety bet on my part, just because um, I feel like it was almost too good to be true to see this team win in five. And and I certainly did not think that Tampa was going to sweep, just because of. I, I felt that even though Montreal was not on the same playing field or on the same level of talent as Tampa is, I still think that they were too good of a team to get swept regardless of how talented and, and great the, the Lightning have been throughout this entire playoff run. And they are certainly, you know, let's face it, the Montreal Canadiens aren't as good as the Carolina Hurricanes. They're not as good as the Florida Panthers. I don't think they're as good as maybe the team. Actually, you know, if I have to, if I had to, if you had to ask me which team would they mo- probably most closely resemble out of the teams that the Lightning faced during this whole run, I would probably have to say New York. And New York gave the Lightning as big of a problem as probably any any team. And it just had to do with the fact that I feel. New York and Montreal, they play almost a similar style of hockey. The only difference being that that maybe you could say, well, I, I mean, there's no maybe. Montreal has a better goaltender. Carey Price is leagues above better than Semyon Varlamov. And, you know, it wasn't like a revolving door of goaltenders, really. You know, there was, in that New York series, you saw really what happened was Barry Trotz trying to play musical chairs which with whichever goaltender. And we saw this in the previous series, too. And this was kind of a test for the Lightning to see, you know, they, they just really had to beat one guy. They didn't have to beat two or three. And that could have been a an advantage and as well as maybe a challenge to this team just because of the fact that it is Carey Price and you never want to take him too lightly. And then on the other side of that is that the Lightning, you know, it's not like they're going against different goaltenders where they have to learn tendencies or whatever the case may be. Um, but at the on, the on the other side of that as well is, and I know I'm kind of rambling right now, but there's just a lot to unpack from this series. And, and, and I'm trying to keep this show to a 30-minute show. Um, and you guys will get spoiled and girls will get spoiled tomorrow. Uh, with the two shows we'll be dropping because, like I said, we have two huge guests coming on uh, to discuss, you know, everything surrounding this run. Um, So definitely keep an eye out for that. And obviously, like I said, I will definitely uh, let you guys know at the end uh, who those guests are. So the only time I I, would have, I think really, you know, this was very so much kind of just back up a little bit more. The only time I was ever really worried during this playoff run, and I think I stated it a couple episodes ago, was when the Lightning, um, when when the Lightning lost Game Six against New York, and then you know, it, it, any hockey fan knows that Game Seven is a toss up, and it really doesn't so much come down to talent. It really just at that point in time, it just really comes down to luck. And just, you know, maybe just a couple of calls getting called your way. And speaking of calls, oh, my goodness. Game five was – it was like – and I tweeted it during the game. It was – 
as if the the officials were just making up for all the blown calls from every playoff series that was played uh, up until then, and it, it was it really slowed things down. And I think that is why these teams, at pretty much for the most point, at for the for the most part, excuse me, couldn't really get anything going. And and I think that's what maybe could have hurt Montreal's chances in this game. And that's why we saw a one nothing game. And 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 we'll get into everything that happened with you know with with Andre Vasilevsky and and the whole significance of the Lightning winning the cup. And I'll give you all the ans- all the numbers and facts and all that stuff in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way. But on all your sports action, baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, UFC, and most importantly, NHL. Don't forget, uh, they literally this morning already dropped the odds for who's going to win the cup next year. Uh, I believe it's Colorado and Vegas are the favorites. Um, and we'll we'll discuss on a later episode as to why the Lightning aren't exactly the favorites right now. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as the teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. That's a fifty. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use that promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, and we're back here for the second segment of Locked On Lightning, the the repeat show. I guess you want want to call it that. Uh, like I say at the top of the show, not as emotional on this show as we were on last year's show if you were a listener then or if you just want to go back and see go ahead um it was it was a pretty emotionally draining run and i think a lot of it had to do and that's why like you you heard in my voice i was just like done i had nothing left and it it was just it was just because of everything with COVID, the bubble um, the run, you know, just it, there was a lot of factors going into that, and just Steven Stamkos, you know, there was just a ton of storylines going into that. But this season, this playoff run, see a lot of similarities, um, and and you know, it's really that this is the formula, and we saw that some teams tried to duplicate. You know, you have a lot of scoring. You have a great goaltender or decent goaltending. And you you are able, you have the ability to adjust your style of play where basically you're just rolling with the punches. And there's not a lot of teams that are able to do that. And that is why the Tampa Bay Lightning have repeated as champions. That's plain and simple. And that is what it really comes down to is that really they were they were just the the five five tool team if you want to kind of relate it to to baseball in that sense is that the Tampa Bay Lightning were able to do anything that the situation was asking of them you know if they needed to turn it into a track race obviously we all know 
the Lightning have no issue doing that. Uh, I think if you asked any player on this team, they would prefer that. Um, if they needed to go into the zone uh, and, and 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 cycle the puck around and really set up the offense and get things going and get the goaltender moving, they could do that too. Um, and, and the one thing that I think really, really, really was the huge factor in them being so successful and what really contributed a lot to this playoff run into this successful defending of their 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 championship or their title as champion is their ability to dump the puck into the corners and fight for possession along the boards. Uh, they they we show we saw sparks of that throughout the season and and I preached that to at, at length that how important that was going to be if they wanted to be successful going forward in the playoffs. And the one word that I used profusely throughout that argument or that conversation was consistency. And that was the name of the game throughout this entire playoff run. Um, there wasn't many games and and maybe in the off season, just because of, I would say almost the the lack of shows that we were able the the the, the little number of shows that we were really able to do throughout this and playoff run just with scheduling stuff, um, and maybe we'll go back and look back at some games and we'd love to hear you know which game do you really want us to really get a deep dive into because you know I'll come back you guys tweet to us at lo underscore lightning on Twitter um, you know at a later time we'll 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 revisit that you know what game do you think was probably the most important to this playoff run doesn't necessarily obviously have to be the clinching game um but consistency and there wasn't many games where the lightning really took a a game off or struggled to execute their game plan yeah there was times during games in which they they went through stretches in which they weren't able to do what they liked but really, in actuality, they they were fantastic. Uh, I think that if you if you had to put me on the spot right now, which I'm I'm doing myself, which team is better? This team, hands down. If if you if if this year's team went up against next year's team in a best of seven, I think this team wins best of five. I think wins in five. I I just think this team is so much more polished than the team that won last year last year's team was like that crappy car that you get as your first car when you first get your license and you're just kind of putting your own money into it to just kind of make it look pretty again or just to kind of keep it pretty and you know it looks good it gets you from a to b and it, it does, you know, it, it especially it, it's a sport car. It, you know, it's like an old Mustang. Um, it's got a, a couple of miles on it, but, you know, it's not something that, you know, you really ideally want to have as your first car. And then it's kind of, and then like this team is kind of like, <laughs> I, I may be going a little back now, but I don't know if anybody remembers that show on MTV, Pimp My Ride. It's kind of like that, but if they were to do an episode where the car actually looked really good. Um, I guess a better analogy would be if 
you're just running your tires ragged during a NASCAR race and you finally go in there and then you realize your bumper's all messed up and whatnot and then you go into the pit lane and boom, you come out rolling like you're all new. This is what it was. The Lightning went into the offseason, went into the trade deadline and they went through, they went into the pit and they came out and they looked even stronger. They looked even faster and they were able to sustain the success and even take it up to another level. Um, and, and speaking of players that really took up their performance to another level, um, you know, there's a lot of players on this team that we could single out. And I guess we could kind of do that whole process of looking back at players, which we will discuss when we do player ratings and grades and all that stuff. But the one player I really want to discuss is Andre Vasilevsky, the Conn Smythe trophy winner, the MVP of the playoffs. What he did during this impl- this playoff run was unbelievable. To have a shutout and every clinching series game, it's unprecedented. I've I've never seen and and I've been a hockey fan probably since the early 2000s. So I was exposed to Wah, Hasek, Brodeur. And if anybody that's listened to this show for a while knows that I like to watch highlights of, you know, you know those top 100 highlights and, and more. So I've, I've seen my fair share of, of great goaltending. Um, if anybody's listened to this show as well as Locked On NHL, the, the national show in which I host with Locked On Avs, Chris Masilli host. Um, you know, we kind of get into the nitty gritty and we kind of talk about that stuff as well. And everybody who listens to that knows that I'm a huge Ken Dryden guy. I think that Ken Dryden is the one goaltender in NHL history who is, is I would say he's on the Mount Rushmore of goaltenders, 100%. Um, as for if he's the GOAT goaltender, I don't know if we could call him that just because of just, you know, all that stuff. We'll, we'll get into that. But. There was a conversation I had, and this is why I'm bringing up Locked on NHL with Chris Masilli. There was a conversation that I had, and I and I that we had, excuse me, and and I don't remember how it got started, but we were talking about how Andre Vasilevsky is a great gold hunter. He is clearly the best in the world. He's the best in the league, which is why it was such a travesty that he did not get selected for the Vezina in the last couple of years. But he wasn't the guy. He wasn't that that stereotypical. He wasn't in that conversation of the go-to guy to where you could put an entire playoff game or a series or a run on the shoulders of him. Now, he, he's been in the playoffs a couple of times. Well, not a couple, a number of times. And each playoff, each playoff run, he's gotten stronger and stronger and stronger. And, and other than the collapse to Columbus, I, I think for the most part, he's played pretty well, especially his last couple of years have just been insane numbers. Now, the question is, and this is going to kind of mold into the conversation of where this Lightning team ranks all time. Andre Vasilevsky right now has put himself into some very, very prestigious 
class of goaltenders. Now, we spoke on that show, Chris and I, how when you think of the greatest goaltenders of all time, especially with playoff runs and all that, uh, those Game 7 guys who, if you could pick any goaltender for to go out there and win a Game 7, who would it be? And, and usually the, the three big names that are thrown around are Hasek, Brodeur, and Wah. And I think on after last night's performance and what he has accomplished throughout this impli- uh, this entire playoff run, Vazzy is in the conversation. He has fully thrusted himself onto that podium of that goaltender. You want to go out there. You want out there to win you a game seven or a big time game. Um, I I mean just throwing out shutouts and clinching games, especially you know. And let's not let's not let's let's also talk about the fact that each of these have been coming off a loss, which is insane to even think about. Which is and and having said that, he does have a great team in front of him, but there has been times, especially in this game and 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 games before, even early on in the series, where Andre Vasilevsky was just unbelievable going out there and just saying no. No, regardless if he gave up a win, a goal or two, there was times where he went out there even after giving up goals and said, "No, you're you're not you're you're not going to score. That's it. That's it. You're just going to have to live with the fact that I take up the entire goal goal night. You're going to have a quiet night." And and we saw that and that that's what contributed to I think really Montreal not really getting much into a groove in this series. We saw spurts of where and off the top of my head, for the most part, except for a couple of wonky deflections, I believe it was in game four or game, I think it was game one, if I'm actually, um, he has really done a fantastic job. And those, you know, really, and, and, and this isn't recency bias. This isn't even biased over the fact that I host the podcast that covers the lightning every Every goal in this series, if you really want to go back and pick them apart, that the the Montreal Canadiens score scored, weren't exactly your normal goals or goals that really Vasilevsky got beat on. For the most part, there was there was maybe a goal if I if if you know off the top of my head there was probably one that beat him, but other than that, he 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 was the man in this i i mean we're this is just like we'll, we'll go more technical on all this stuff uh probably on tomorrow's episode but right now just today i just wanted to have kind of like a raw episode just kind of a, a reaction to this game and this series and this season now kind of just shifting gears to what this you know obviously we just spoke about how vazzy ranks now in my mind i believe and, you know, there are going to be some doubters that aren't going to agree with me on that. And that's fine. And, and a lot of people are going to accuse me and probably some of you of recency bias. Well, you know, because they could easily throw the, well, you know, he didn't win the Vez in the last two years. And it's like, it doesn't matter. 
He won. He won this team two cups. Yeah, Victor Hedman won the Conn Smythe last year, but it could have easily have gone to to Andre Vasilevsky as well. And I'll make the case on maybe tomorrow's episodes as well as to why maybe Nikita Kucherov could have, you know, could have been the Conn Smythe. Um, I did tweet though before the game, if if you know Vazzy, unless he threw a shutout out there. Last night, it probably the Smythe would have gone to Kucherov, um, or if if Point had just a monster game. Uh, but man, just just the the balls to go out there and play the way he did. It, it's unbelievable. It really is, and he really is in the conversation. If he's not there, I think if he wins another Vezina. And the lightning go deeper and deeper, and I, I, I not even I think maybe because this team and we'll we'll discuss on tomorrow's episode as well. I think this team still has maybe a couple more championships in them. Um, might be a little bit more trickier and tougher than the last couple of years to to do. Um, but he's definitely going to be a huge, huge part of if they do that. Now. As for where this team ranks all time, I would. Here's the difficult thing. Now you have to remember there wasn't there wasn't a salary cap up until 2004, the 2005 after the lockout. Um, it so really what I'm saying is that we kind of have to take. A, how the team was, how how the how the game was played in these eras. Because, listen, are the Tampa Bay Lightning as good as those fifties, sixties Habs Maple Leafs teams, or you know those those um, those seventies Canadians teams, or those those eighties Oilers teams? Probably not. I think that what it comes down to is that the game is played better. But if you look at the teams and the rosters, I think the lightning, the case could be made that, you know, in ter- just in terms of depth, I mean, the argument could be made, but really right now I'm, t- I'm really looking at just the two thousands. Now I think the lightning, this team, I think they're better than those red wings teams. I don't see a reason as to why not. Um, especially with all the obstacles that they have had to overcome, um, you just give them, you just give the Lightning the edge on their, <clears throat> excuse me, their their top, their top nine, and and you 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 give you give them the edge on their goaltender. Now, here's the thing. Now, are they as good as the Penguins dynasty? Because make no mistake. I think we could, even though they only won two cups, um, they they did they were the last team to repeat. I I think their games were played very differently. I also think that the league was a little bit different then. It would be interesting. I still I I I would have to ask one of our guests on tomorrow's episode, and I'll and I'll explain to you who it is in just a bit. They might have something to say about that, and this is a question I'll definitely bring up to them. Um, 
are they better than that Blackhawks team that won three cups? I don't think so. I, I think if we're looking at the Tampa Bay Lightning right now and what they have accomplished over the last, I want to say maybe three years, I guess we could say three years, because, yeah, they didn't win the cup and they got bounced in the first round, but still, we, we have to talk about that historic season. Um, I, I think that if we take all the teams that have won a cup, I think the Lightning are in the top three. I think they're at least two or three, depending on what argument you can make. Are they better than the Blackhawks team as terms of the best team of the century or the, the last 20, 21 years? I don't think so yet. I think if they either go for the three-peat next year or they win the year after, I, I think now the conversation or the argument is definitely, I think that will put them over the hump. Now, just to kind of end things before we hit our last break, I just want to give a shout-out, to a huge shout-out to probably one of the most underrated people and just personnel in the NHL, John Cooper. He doesn't get a lot of credit for what he's done with this team. You see the videos of just how the team, how when he gives them the, you know, the pregame speech or the the speech between the intermissions, just how the team responds to him, how enthusiastic they are. Um just it he it, it can't be understated that he is the best coach in the NHL. Um, a lot of people probably think of Barry Trotz as the best coach. Trotz has only won one cup, and he really just, I mean, yeah, he's taken a average to overperforming Islanders team to two straight finals, semifinals, but what does he have to show for it? John Cooper at certain points has had to deal with his third line being his best line, which I think we could all agree on is probably the most consistently good line on this team. And he has done a fantastic job with this team, and hopefully he could continue success next year and get himself a Jack Adams because he, he really deserves it. He really deserves the recognition. Um, just to kind of put things in perspective – for how good of a coach and the kind of effect that he has had on this team. Uh, he is the sixth NHL head coach in the expansion era to coach in the Stanley Cup final three times with the same team and the youngest to do so since Glenn Sather did in 1985. So just that, that just kind of just shows you like where he is right now. And then, you know, it's I mean we're gonna have a whole we're gonna have episodes on episodes to where we discuss all this stuff um, more in depth uh, definitely tweet to the show follow us on Instagram as well at locked on underscore lightning and give me a follow at danky dank d-e-n-k-y-d-8-n-k I tweet about everything and anything and we'll also be doing more giveaways uh, in the off season and we'll be discussing all the things as well as that uh, so before we wrap things up on the show, please, um, while you're subscribing to the show, 
Uh, here's our last sponsor of the day, and that is rockauto.com. This episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure all the pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and waiting while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse is carry. And then you have to pay twice as much. And it's also twice the hassle, save time and use and money when, and use rock auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or dealership uh, when you could go to rockauto.com. They've been around for 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, whether you are just getting your first car, you know nothing about cars, and you need to get a part to kind of keep the whole thing together, or you are a collector and you are looking to restore that old Camaro in your garage there's something for everybody on this site so go ahead and check them out they have everything you need brake parts tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet so go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on and they're how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right, so to wrap things up real quick, pretty lengthy episode today. Not surprised at all. I don't think anybody is. Well, man, I just to sum it up, just a lot of thoughts, just a lot of feelings. Like I said, a lot of just kind of spent last night just kind of going over the entire season in my head as well as playoff runs. Just what if it was unbelievable, really, just what this team did, what they accomplished. Um. You know, every guy on this team that was on the team last year just really took another step in their progression. Um, and, and we'll talk a, a more about that when we do the player grades. And just to kind of give you guys now the information that you've been waiting for the entire episode. So we'll be pumping out two episodes tomorrow. First episode, we'll be having guests. Well, we're having guests on both episodes. So. The first episode will be former Lightning GM. He was the GM and the architect of the 2004 Stanley Cup team. Jay Feaster on the show. We've had him on before if you want to kind of go back and listen to that so you can catch up to that. Um, we're going to have him on just to kind of discuss everything on the season. Um, he's going to give us some insight into, you know, really the difficult job that Julian Breesbois had in kind of keeping this team together and just really trying to make the right moves while his hands were pretty much tied together in terms of just financial freedom. We'll discuss all that and more as well as on the second episode, I'll have Hunter, the host of Locked On Penguins. Him and I will be discussing, you know, just our general feelings about our teams repeating as the Penguins were the last team in the NHL to repeat as champions. We'll discuss all of that as well as, you know, how difficult it is to go for the three-peat. I, I know that's on everybody's mind. That's on my mind as well. And we'll answer the question. Can the Lightning realistically win a third consecutive Stanley Cup next year? So we'll be discussing all that more. Once again, go ahead. Follow us on any podcast platform that you listen us to. We're available everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, 
Odyssey everywhere. Um, so go ahead and do that. Turn on those notifications so once an episode drops, you are fully aware and ready to go for that. And once that, please, we ask you to download. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. 